Welcome to Hangers Together, sharing church services across the benefits of Gretham, Empshot and Hawkley with Priors Dean. It's Sunday the 25th of October and Bible Sunday, a day on which we think particularly about the Bible and on which we bring Bibles to church to be blessed. The clocks have gone back, the evenings are drawing in and winter is approaching, but that first glimpse across the fields to Gretham's fine church as you approach the village from the Selborne Road, can truly lift otherwise sagging spirits. In a moment, we'll go over there to join Peter Sutton for Holy Communion. But first, our Benefice Choir will sing King of Glory, King of Peace by the 17th century poet and priest George Herbert. Set de Gwelchmai, I hope I've pronounced that correctly, by the 19th century Welsh schoolmaster and composer J.D. Jones. choir from the safety of their own homes. The choir is busy working on recording carols for Christmas. If you'd like to join in, just let Peter Sutton know. Taking part is fun and very rewarding. Enthusiastic instrumentalists and vocalists of any standard are all welcome. Now we go over to the church of St John the Baptist Gretton for Holy Communion led by Peter Sutton. Good morning. morning. Welcome. Lovely to uh, welcome you this morning to this service of Holy Communion on Bible Sunday, and especially today to welcome Paula, who is uh, here from Labrie uh, and visiting from Finland. So, a particular welcome to you 
and hope that you enjoy worshipping with us this morning. Today is Bible Sunday and some of you may have brought a Bible with you today. Um, it doesn't matter if you've not brought a Bible with you, um, but if you haven't, I'd like you to be thinking in your mind just for the moment about a Bible that you might have at home, a particular copy of the Bible which is important to you. It might be a Bible that was given to you at confirmation or baptism, or a family Bible, or a parent's Bible, or a grandparent's Bible. A Bible uh, that is one of your precious possessions, and I'd like you to think about why um, why it is a precious possession to you. But we'll come to a little bit more about that in just a moment. We obviously can't sing at the moment, but I would like you, please, to, um, to think the words of this hymn, which is on the front of the order of service. God's word has shone from age to age. Uh, you probably won't recognise the words, but you will recognise, I think, the tune. Uh, the words are written by um, Howard Cunnington, former vicar on the Isle of Wight and teacher on the Isle of Wight that I, I knew when working there. And so these, these are his words. I invite you to think the words of the hymn, God's Word has shone from age to age. different, isn't it? Thinking a hymn as opposed to singing a hymn. Just thinking about the words and hearing the words in a different way. The Lord be with you. As we prepare to meet God in word and sacrament. So, at the top of page two, we pray together. Almighty God, 
to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Be mindful of the ways in which we've fallen short of God's hopes for us. As we remember your words taken for granted, words which have remained unheard, words ignored. Father, forgive and reduce. As we remember our blindness to others' needs, our deafness to the cries of the hungry, our coldness of heart to those deprived of affection. Father, forgive and reduce. May our sins be forgiven, our blindness, deafness, and coldness of heart be healed. May your renewing spirit rest upon us and fill our nation with love and hope. In Jesus' name, Amen. For the books of the Old Testament, which tell your story from Garden of Eden to the birth of a nation, we give you thanks. For the people of the Old Testament, its leaders and guides, for prophets and psalmists who knew you from the very depth of their souls, we give you thanks. For the saints and sinners of the New Testament, for evangelists, apostles, and all who witness were witnesses of Christ's earthly life, for those who watched and listened, for those who were healed and fed, for those who were touched and those who lifted from this world to the next, we give you thanks. For those who told and retold the story and so shared your word. For those who took the Aramaic words of Jesus and wrote them down in Greek. For those who translated Greek into Latin and then into every language known today. For those who have published, studied, shared, smuggled, interpreted and given music to these words. For the word made flesh, for the word that lives. We say together, O God, we thank you today for the sacred scriptures, for the comfort the Bible has brought to the sorrowful, for guidance offered to the bewildered, for its gracious promises to the uncertain, for its strength given to the weak, and for its progressive revelation of yourself. We thank you for the people of God who speak to us still through its pages, and for those whose learning has made the pages live. We thank you most of all that it reveals to us your Son, the Word made flesh. Help us to ponder this record of your ways, that your Word may indeed be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And the Collect for Bible Sunday. Blessed Lord, who caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, help us so to hear them, to read, mark, learn, inwardly digest them, that through patience and the comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and forever hold fast the hope of everlasting life 
which you have given us in our Saviour, Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. first reading is from Colossians 3, verses 12 to 17. As God, cho as God chosen one, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let me stand for the Gospel. The Gospel reading is taken from Luke chapter 4 verses 16 to 24. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other, from the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see all these things, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of all the synagogue were fixed on him, then he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? 
He said to them, doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, do hear also in your hometown the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. This is the word of the Lord. Please sit down. Uh, uh, it's uh, Bible Sunday. I found this a really difficult sermon to prepare because there's just so much that I wanted to say, but so little time. So, would it be okay if I preach for half an hour? <laughs> no, right. We've all brought Bibles along today, but what is the Bible? What makes it a special book for us? I've heard it described as the maker's instructions or a love letter from God. I wonder which of those appeals to you the most. And of course it's not just one book, but a collection of 66 books with several different genres. The first five books are the Law of Moses, then we have the History section, the Prophets, poetry, the Gospels, and letters. Some parts of the Old Testament are quite difficult to read and understand, but the whole thing, whilst being the story of God's people, is pointing us towards Jesus. I'm reading a book at the moment called The Gaze of Love. It describes how God looked at characters in the Bible with his gaze of love. Beginning with creation, he looked at what he had made with love, and it was good. He looked at humankind with love, and, it, and we were very good. He now looks at us like that. We see God in creation and in other people, but we read the Bible to find out more about God and to know more of him, and to find out what he thinks about us. We hear about the overwhelming love of God for each one of us. We get to encounter and know God the Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit through the pages of the Bible. That's why it's so special. From the Psalms, we learn to understand that it's okay to express any emotions we have to God, both happy, in praise, and sad, including anger, pain, and hurt. He understands. We learn that it's okay to shout at God. How long? Why don't you act? You might not get a direct answer, but we can know that he hears us and is with us in the difficult circumstances. I, I, I grew up in a particular tradition where things were very black and white. And what we believed about the Bible was true. And so other people's ideas were sometimes wrong. Over the past few years, things have become a lot more grey. And I have changed my thinking on many issues, while maintaining my core belief in God's love for me and all of creation. 
I still maintain my belief in the Bible as the word of God, but I'm more aware of different interpretations. Over these past few years, I've met many Christians who may not think exactly the same way as me, but who certainly know and love Jesus just as much, if not more so, than me. We read the Bible with our 21st century eyes and ears, with an awareness of scientific knowledge and the cultural influences of our time. Take the example of the place of women. In biblical times, they were very much second-class citizens, although Jesus treated them with great respect and love. The Bible was written entirely by men. I wonder how different the Gospels would have been if one of them had been written by one of the group of women who followed Jesus. In our reading from Luke 4, we heard about Jesus going to the synagogue, as was his custom. He had been a regular there as he was growing up, so the people weren't surprised when he got up to read, but they were surprised when he claimed to be the fulfilment of what he had read. He knew his Old Testament well, but was beginning to realise what that meant for himself. And now, can you pick up those Bibles you've brought and turn to Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 17. In my Bible, it's page 1077, but I'm just, I shouldn't think that's of any use to anybody. <laughs> We've probably got, all got very different ones. And we read from 12 to 17. And here we read the Apostle Paul's advice on how to follow Jesus by putting on the characteristics of Jesus, by living and being like him. I used this verse 12 a few weeks ago as an illustration of following Jesus, and it bears repeating. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. The passage goes on to say, Bear with one another, and forgive one another, just as Jesus forgives us. And above all, put on love. So as you look through these verses, have a think about one thing you could put into practice this week. Well, what would it mean to you to let the word of God dwell richly in you? How are you going to let it dwell in you richly? And just a moment of silence to reflect on that. Lord, your word is a light to our path. Help us to allow it to guide us in all our ways. And may the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. Amen. And now if you would just think about the Bible that you brought or the Bible that you have at home, the one that is particularly special to you, to listen to a little bit of music. I'd like you to think about that specific book, if you have it here or whether it's at home. Think about its journey. Think about 
why it came into your possession and how it came into your possession. Did you buy it? Was it given to you? Was it given to you for a particular occasion, your confirmation, your baptism? Or is the Bible that you have either in your hands or in your mind a family Bible, a Bible perhaps that your parents or grandparents owned? Just think about that particular book and where it came from. Before we bless these Bibles, either in our hands or in our minds, we just have a little look on the back of the order of service. I'd like you to think a little bit about the journey, um, the long journey that those words have made before they found themselves in the book that is very precious to you. Think about how words written in Hebrew for more than a thousand years before Christ, over a long, long period of time, written down at different times in many, many different documents. Think about how they came together only as a book around about 200 years, known as what we know now as the Septuagint and 200 BC. And then remember how the early church, the earliest church, had no Bible 
as we know it, but collections of documents, collections of letters. Jesus, of course, spoke in Aramaic. He understood Hebrew, but probably didn't write it. And it's easy to think that the people that wrote the Bible wrote it in, in English, or in Finnish, or whatever language is most at home with us. Of course, it was written then into Greek and then into Latin. And although there almost certainly were Anglo-Saxon versions of parts of the English Bible, only with William Tyndale in the 16th century, did it become established as an English document. And so through that long process of history, through the work of hundreds of people, thousands of people, scholars who've learned Hebrew, who've learned Greek and Latin, who've translated into hundreds of different languages, who've studied it, who've cared for it, who've nurtured it, who've sometimes smuggled it, for that journey, and then we have this book in our hands or in our minds today. And as we think of how that book has come to us, so let us pray for God's blessing upon it and upon its meaning for us today. Would you hold your Bible either in your hands or in your heart? Gracious God, bless these Bibles that their story in our lives be remembered that the people and places they recall be treasured and that the truths of God's hopes for the world and for each of us be lived in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let us affirm our faith, turning to page 4 in the order of service. We say together, Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. He was buried, he was raised to life on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Afterwards he appeared to his followers and to all the apostles. This we have received and this we believe. Amen. And now we come to our prayers. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the brief glimpses of sunshine after the heavy rain and the storms last night. But the sunshine reminds us that whatever storms we're going through, you are there always the same, never changing. And today, as we bring our Bibles to be blessed, we thank you that we are blessed to be able to own and read them in freedom. And we pray for the millions of Christians over the world who do not have that freedom. For the persecuted Christians, for whom owning or even having access to a Bible brings torture 
and death. Please, Lord, strengthen them and bring them comfort. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are unable to come to church for whatever reason, and pray that they have access to your word, which feeds us all. May we recognise opportunities to help where it's needed, and to bring word, your word, to all in need. May we all have compassion for the weak, the sick, the bereaved, the lonely, the hurting. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our world, our country, our villages, as the pandemic continues and life has changed for everyone. Lord, help us as we try to abide by ever-changing rules which are meant to protect us. Give wisdom and compassion to all in government as they try to implement safety measures. And we thank you for all the NHS staff, the doctors, the nurses, and all the emergency services who do their utmost to treat everyone equally. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Would you please stand? The peace of the Lord be always with you. We can't share the pace with our hands, but we can with our eyes, so let's do that. Please be seated. The Lord be with you. Let lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, we give you thanks and praise for your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your living Word, through whom you have created all things, who was sent by you in your great goodness to be our Saviour. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he took flesh. As your Son, born of the Blessed Virgin, he lived on earth and went about among us. He opened wide his arms for us on the cross. He put an end to death by dying for us and revealed the resurrection by rising to new life. So he fulfilled your will, and won for you a holy people. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you are holy indeed, the source of all holiness. Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit and according to your holy will, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you please lift up your piece of bread. same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it 
and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. If you lift your cup of wine. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Father, calling to mind his death on the cross, his perfect sacrifice made once for the sins of the whole world, rejoicing in his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, and looking for his coming in glory, we celebrate this memorial of our redemption. As we offer you this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, we bring before you this bread and this cup, and we thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. Send the Holy Spirit on your people, and gather into one in your kingdom all who share this one bread and one cup, so that we in the company of all the saints may praise and glorify you forever. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom, with whom, and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory be yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. Amen. As Jesus taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. So we receive communion. The body of Christ. blood of Christ. We say together, Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and 
and then a hymn to uh, conclude with, a hymn to think, to pray, as I play hopefully the correct music um, for it. We have a gospel to proclaim. Uh, the great reminder that the words on the page are not words on the page, but words that we are called to live. We have a gospel to proclaim. Thank you, Peter, for a beautiful service, which we hope you all enjoyed. St John the Baptist is the youngest church in the Benefice, 
not yet 150 years old, but do take a look at its oak altar table if you get a chance. Dating from 1632 and moved from the 13th century old church, it gives a real sense of the continuity of Christian worship in the village. There will be services next week at all four churches, celebrating all saints and all souls. Please see Church News for full details, and please, if you possibly can, let the relevant person listed in Church News know in advance, by email or phone, if you intend to join any of the services. We need to know to make sure that we can maintain safe social distancing. If you can't let us know in advance, do come anyway. It's likely that there will be a place for you, but we just can't guarantee it. If you'd like to talk about anything raised in the service, or more generally, then please contact Peter Sutton on 01730 or if you prefer, any of your usual church contacts. Their contact details can be found in the Village magazine. That's all for this week. We hope you'll join us again at Hangers Together next week. In the meantime, stay safe and God bless.